This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, we've reached Friday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. You're almost doing this show solo today. Why? If not for uh, my Lyft driver, Jeremy, from oh, Lyft, li- gave me a ride in today. Where's your car? Oh, my car's at home. I had a flat tire, so I almost had a call out sick. <laughs> Hold on. But luckily, I... Wait, 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 wait. There was a Lyft driver. Your car in your garage? Jeremy around. It is in a garage, which is perfect place for it now. See, this is where you need to step up and be a man and take 15 minutes to change the tire. I didn't... Well, first of all, if I had all day, all like day. let's say five, I had to be somewhere 5 p.m., I could have figured out the tire for sure by 5. <laughs> the pressure of having to get to work, I didn't know... I really had no game plan. My tire was almost all the way flat, and I thought I could fill it up at the gas station and drive not in. Not a good idea. Not a good idea not at 3 in the morning. Idea. You end up on 78 somewhere with right. a flat tire. In some not great towns. Right. Or in New York City, which is the worst town. I can't make it. I would love to be able to come up there. <laughs> exactly. So I thought, let me check Lyft. You know, it's like an Uber. Yeah. And there was a dude 12 minutes away. Fan of the show, Jeremy. In 12 minutes, you could have changed that tire. No chance. Yes, you could have. I, Jerry, uh, not exactly. Yeah, not <laughs> Why exactly. Why you try? Just try once. Like pink sings. Try. I legitimately am not sure in 12 minutes I could have gotten the spare out of <laughs> my trunk. <laughs> Plus Sad, those, sadly, I believe you. Those spares are donuts now. They I had are. a full tire in my trunk. Yeah, but you can put would the do donut on the, on, the, on the car and do 50 miles an hour and get here. You got the comfort of your own car. You don't have to worry about it. Now, I'm just curious. Yeah, Jerry. What does a ride like that cost? $37. Is that all? Yeah, I'm 40 minutes away, though. That's not bad. And no, that's a that's, toll. That's actually cheap. Yes. $37 with the toll? Yeah. But here's the other thing. Now I got to get home, too. So well, no, you just call Lyft. I mean, Jeremy's fine. Jeremy's listening. <laughs> Is Jeremy going to be around? Come back around. <laughs> Did he give you his 11? card? <laughs> no. I he, think Jeremy got stiffed. Uh, no, I gave him a tip. I tipped him. Okay. So all good. But, uh, yeah, that's always my nightmare when you get up in the morning to drive in and then have a flat tire and not know what to do. You have a garage. It was yeah. 60 degrees yep. out. Yeah, it was you beautiful. can't change a tire. Couldn't do it. I mean, it's pathetic. I pulled back into the, my garage, and I examined my tires looking for a nail, saw nothing. I was like, well, nothing I I'm can out. do. <laughs> nothing I can do about this. If you didn't live so far away, I would have asked, I would have paid you to come over. By the way, you could have called. I would have come by. I know you would have. That's why I, I but you and Eddie both yes, are very good. There. Of course. And I was like, I'm going to try this. I checked. He was only 12 minutes away. I said, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a man. 
and get myself into work today. Thank you. And uh, if you want to wait around till about two o'clock, I'll take you home. Two. Ponderous. On a Friday. Nuts. Yeah, not happening. I actually thought yesterday, and I had a late night just because Rutgers played a 9 o'clock game. As I'm pulling into the driveway, I'm legitimately thinking, I think Eddie's alarm is going off Yes, now. he's he- he's eating his Cheerios and <laughs> heading in. And watching whatever TV show he watches and walking the dogs. So uh, uh, yesterday, Jerry, I see that the, and this kind of bothered me, uh, the Rams hired a, uh, a new coach. This bothered you. Sean McVay. Yeah. Bothering me because he's thirty years old. So why does that bother well, you? Well, it, it just makes me feel like you a, could be his father, a loser. Like <laughs> if you're a thirty year old listening to this, yeah. and your parents are upstairs. <laughs> well, no, that's a you're still at home. <laughs> this guy's coaching issue. the NFL. Why about the fact he's been coaching in the NFL since he's twenty two years how? old? How I don't know. Like how I, I does know. legitimately like know. a guy like Gruden, right? Who uh, was a young coach? Like what? How do they move up so quickly? I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. And it's confusing, too, with the GMs, too. Like uh, our boss, Mark Chernoff, his son was very young. Sure. Cashman was young when he got that job. That Theo Epstein fellow. Well, that's the new trend. Yeah, yeah. but how do you even get into an organization well, to you, be considered a ball boy at usually 30? Usually you start as an intern. All kidding aside, you start as an intern and you start moving up the ranks and not everybody's going to be able to be the GM of a team, but the ones that do, there is a similar path for many of them. Coaching's different. I don't, I don't know how you become a coach at 22 years old, but, uh, you know, wide receiver coach. But what veteran, you know, these sure. arrogant tool players? I'm with you. Is going to listen to a 30 year old dude telling them what to do? Well, the only way it's a, the only reason it's a little bit different in the NFL is that the salaries are not guaranteed. You know, the signing bonuses are the salaries are not guaranteed. In basketball, you've got that problem because if you've got a guy that's making thirty million dollars a year and you're a 30 year old coach that comes in making whatever one point five, you're going to listen to him. No, listen, I run this team. You don't. You listen to us. Why don't we get some young guys here for the Giants and Jets? I know McAdoo is young, but he looks old. He does look old. I think that's just because he's on the on the heavier side. Yeah, I, you know, he probably didn't take care of himself as good as he could. McAdoo, McAdoo, do do, yeah, McAdoo, da da. So remember when we were all worried that the NFL was just going to keep recycling guys over yeah. and over. Every head coach now that gets hired, yeah. I'm like, who is it? I- you got Lynn in Buffalo, right? You got, yeah, you got all these different guys. Vance Joseph going to Denver. So good for a hey, great. You get the turnover that you've always said. Let's not get the retries. Although. The 30-year-old McVeigh, you see who his defensive coordinator is probably going to be. Wade Phillips. Who's 70. That's awesome. Could be his grandfather. Yeah, that'll Theoretically, be. Theoretically, could be his grandfather. Interesting conversations. Yes. Hmm. Now, does Wade Phillips listen to McVeigh? Hey, listen, kid. Yeah, Shut Wade up. Phillips is going to be like, uh, I've been in the NFL longer than you were alive. Yeah, he has. Right? A long time. It's a long time. And then I uh, see with the Chargers... They're they're going to play their games in this thirty thousand seat for soccer just, stadium for just a couple of years. Yeah, that's cool. By I the way, I think it is cool. Should be like that, that. place is going to be raucous because you're only putting in. I think it's the official attendance is somewhere like twenty seven five. That place is going to be nuts, and the fans are going to be right on top of the field. I think it might be a pretty cool home field advantage. All teams should do this. Well, you're losing. I'm right saying now. shrink stadiums. Like if the Mets had. A small stadium. It looked packed every the, night. Right. The problem is you have a team like, say, the Cowboys. They can put 100,000 people in that building. And when they're good, they do. All right. How about this? If your team's not great, you play in a small stadium. <laughs> Fine. And then if, when your team gets good, we'll build you a big stadium. So you have a, you have a, stu- you have a stadium that's just kind of on loan waiting yes. for you when you're bad. You move in, pack it in, smaller 
uh, capacity, and then right. you're good to go. By the way, did you like – I got into an argument with Joe and Evan yesterday about the Chargers logo. Yes. We saw it on the spot. Neither of us of the three of us had seen it prior. It popped up on NFL um, – the Twitter handle for the NFL put it out there. I thought it was awesome because it's L.A., it looks like the Dodgers, and you got the little lightning bolt. I thought it was very cool. They hated it. Yeah, I liked it. You're right. The L.A. looks like the L.A. on the Dodgers cap, and then the lightning bolt is in the L. I thought it's tremendous. But it's the same color as the Dodgers, which makes it the same color as the NHL's Tampa Lightning, who on their Twitter, they were like, what are we doing here? You guys are ripping off our logo. Well, it's L.A. It It doesn't say Tampa Bay. It's L.A. Right. No, I and, like it. I would get a T-shirt with that. And I happen to like the the Dodger blue. I don't like that powder blue that they wear. I think it's very cool. I like what they did. So, Joe and Evan. Yeah, Joe and Evan. That. Uh, before we take a break, give me one, I'll give you one other one. So Tom All right, Coffin, Jerry. Tom Coffin uh, was introduced yesterday. Oh, he's in uh, Jacksonville. Uh, he, yes, he is the new vice president of football operations, and he had a whole bunch of things to say, and we will get to them with Boomer and Carton coming up in the morning. Uh, this is a new one, though. And I like this. He was talking about, I don't know, some famous cellist who's 95. Cellist? Yeah, something like that. Yo-Yo Ma? No, it was not Yo-Yo Ma. 95, though, and he still practices every day and blah, 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 blah. And then later on, he was talking about how important it is to continue to further yourself. Eddie? Eddie? Learning. When you stop learning, you might as well be dead. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) This is He's awesome. He was... He was Tom Coughlin as we remember him, not as boisterous, but he was he was fun. His voice his voice sounds stronger. Well, he's had some time off. He hasn't been screaming at twenty five year olds yeah. for the last few months. When you get to relax a little bit, and now he's in the Jacksonville Sun. In the Jacksonville Sun. That's beautiful. He said his wife is really excited to be back in Jacksonville. I do think at some point you stop learning because it's like ugh. Yeah. I'm old. When you die. Oh. When you stop learning, you might as well be dead. Oh, might as well. Boomer and Carton coming up next on The Fan. <laughs> it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in just a couple of minutes. If you're just waking up, Knicks beat the Bulls 104-89. Carmelo Anthony at 23 points. Medeskis Kuzminskis, 19 off the bench. Uh, no Porzingis last night. They announced before the game the Achilles was bothering him, so he did not play. Pelicans beat the Nets 104-95, and the Devils did lose uh, in Overtime. I want to read you this story because, you know, we do the podcast and a lot of times these stories come up. We just shake our head as to how stupid you have to be. Former Celtic Orion Green arrested this week for allegedly breaking into the bedroom of two Florida women in the middle of the night. He allegedly confessed to entering their homes, uh, whatever their ages are, fine, in Pembroke Pines, Florida. The police report also alleges that Green kissed one woman on the neck and rubbed her butt. Rubbed her butt. While she was sleeping. All right. She woke up screaming, understandably so. He takes off to his girlfriend's house down the block. Oh. What is he doing? How did he think that was going to go? Like breaking in someone's house. Exactly my point. I'll kiss their neck and rub their butt. Near the butt. And then what? I I don't know. And how does that conversation go with his girlfriend? Well, was he uh, on hallucinogens of some sort? The story I read did not say. I, the whole thing is just, he's had, he was a second-round draft pick, I believe, so he made some money, not a ton, not like a first-round pick, and he didn't have a long NBA career, but second-round pick, he was arrested early on in his career for, I think, driving under the influence, something like that, so it's very possible what you're saying, but I you just, you can't get into the heads of these guys. you got to keep your doors locked in that Pembroke Pines, Florida, <laughs> for butt rubbers. <laughs> so you stupid. never know. It's just so stupid, so anyway. And you That's why you should have women. a dog. 
Yeah, I agree. Like just, a German Shepherd. Just not the pit bull, which no, not a pit bull. You. They'll kill you. You want a German <laughs> Shepherd who will attack the intruders? Never, I told you, Dak Prescott has one. A pit bull? Yes. Bad idea. Well, why? Because he's eventually going to bite dog. his arm, no, and then he won't be able to throw. Bite people. Yep. Not all of them. Most of them. Not no, all, no, all. no. Statistically speaking. Do you have any idea how many pit bulls are in this world? Oh, Turn your mic on. Off. They should Boomer. all be eliminated from the world. <laughs> okay. Or sent to, like, you know, bad places. Fair enough. Boomer and Carton <laughs> coming up right bad now places. on The Fan. Yo! Six o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer and Craig Carton. Flashback. <laughs> What is up? Tom Izzo here with another installment of the Boomer and Carton Show Flashback Friday. For today's flashback, we have one of the most memorable callers in the show's history when Larry in Brooklyn phones into the program. Larry calls in to voice his concerns about the Mets that year. Yeah, I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Larry would get to voice his concerns again and again and again. One of the very cool and unique things about this clip is everyone who worked on the show that day gets involved. And I mean everyone. While Craig does seem to be having some fun with Larry during this prank, Larry does seem to enjoy himself in a bit that would later be coined the call of the century. Some say this prank is mean. Others say it's all just fun. I'll let you be the judge. But one thing is for certain. It's an unforgettable moment in Boomer and Carton show history. So we take you back to a call that can only be known as The Transfer, April 8th, 2008. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. I was glad that Dick Vitale got into the Hall of Fame. I'm glad you did. Hey, I'm gl- uh, go ahead, Larry. How are you, bud? Good morning, guys. Good, mo- good yeah. morning. Um, let, uh, hey, sweetheart, could you speak up a little bit? Yeah, good, good morning. I... Um, Concerned about the Mets. This here's Larry. Year. Here's let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Hi, Larry. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Larry. The, How are you? Yeah, I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Hold on a sec. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Larry, are you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Good morning, year. Larry. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Good morning, buddy. Yeah, I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Okay, let me put you through to the guys. Hang on, okay? Yeah. Well, the the reason why I'm hold on. Let me just put you through to the Boomer and Carton, okay? Yeah. Hang on. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. How you doing, Larry? Yeah, uh, Larry, hi. how are you, Larry? Um, uh, pretty good. How good morning. Yeah, how are you? You're doing pretty to, good. You going to the game today, Larry? Uh, no, I don't have tickets. Mm. Oh. Um, uh, but I'm concerned about the Mets this year. All right, let's get you on the air real quick. Here we go. Larry's in Brooklyn on the fan with Boomer Sison and Craig Carden. Good morning, Larry. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Um... I'm okay, but I'm Good. concerned about the Mets this year. Uh, you want to tell Boomer and Carton about that? Yeah. All right, I'm going to put you through right now, okay? Okay. All right, hang on. Just speak nice and loud, okay? All right. All right, here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan with Boomer and Carton. How you doing, Larry? Good morning, Larry. How are you? I'm okay. I'm concerned Good. about the Mets this year. Good morning, year. Larry. Yeah, hi. How you doing? Doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm just concerned about the mess this year. Okay. When you tell Boomer and Carton that, you got to speak up, okay? All right. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. Hi, Larry. Hi. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm okay. Great. Good morning, Larry. What's going on? I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you through now, but you really got to speak loudly, okay? Okay. Okay. And you're gonna talk to Boomer and Carton, okay? Okay. You know who they are, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Here's Larry on the fan in Brooklyn. Larry, good morning. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very good. Hey, good Larry. Good morning. What's going on? I'm doing very good. I'm Great. just concerned about the Mets this year. Uh huh. 
and I think that the, the Mets uh, is not. Hey, Larry, I'm going to put you through directly to Boomer now. Okay. 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 Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. Larry, good morning. How are you? I'm doing very good. Hi, Larry. It's Boomer. Good morning. What's going on? I'm doing very good. Everything good? I'm just concerned about the Mets this well, year. What are you concerned about, Larry? I'm concerned that they're not as good as... Larry, hang tight. I got, I got to get Carton in on the microphone here as well. Hold on one second, okay? Hi. Hang on. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan with Boomer and Carton. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing very good. What's going on, kiddo? And I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Uh-huh. Why is that? Because the Mets is not as good as 2006. Let, let and, me, Larry, let hello? me get you over to Al Dukes, the producer. Yeah, uh, he uh, he'll talk to you about this. Hey, how you quick. doing, Larry? Here's yeah, Larry. Hi, how you Bro- doing? Here's Larry and Brooklyn on the fan with Al Dukes. Go ahead. Hey, uh, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing good. What do you think about the Mets this year? I think I'm con- um, well. I'm concerned about the Mets because um... Boomer and Carton show producer Al Dukes. Uh, Craig, just I don't know how he does it, but he knows when someone calls in if they're the perfect candidate for this bit. I think this was the origin of the transfer prank phone call here at WFAN. I know he didn't create it here. He started it in one of his other uh, many radio lives before settling down here at WFAN. People either really love it or really hate it. There is no in-between. People always ask me, they think these are set up. But these calls are never set up. I don't think we ever heard from Larry again, uh, but based on his voice, if he does call, he will get put right to the front of the line. By the way, nice job by me in this bit, uh, my cameo where I play a, a woman. Terrific acting. Um, hey, Larry, hang tight. Out. I got to get you to Eddie Scazzeri real fast, okay? All right. All right, uh, here's Eddie Scazzeri with Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. Hi, Larry. Hey, how you doing? Morning, Larry. How, you, how are you? Pretty good. I'm concerned about the mess this year. Oh, well, what, what is that? Because the mess is not as good as 2000. Larry, hold on a sec. Boomer just came back in. <laughs> hey. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan with Boomer size. And how you doing, Larry? I'm doing okay. Very okay. good. Say hi to Boomer. Hey, what's up, Boomer? Hey, Larry, how are you? I'm doing very good. I'll tell you what, I'm worried about the Mets this year, Larry. Yeah, same here, because the Mets is not as good as 2000. Larry, I got to put you, I got to get you on with Craig, though, first, okay? All right. All right, here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan with Boomer and Carton. Hey, it's Craig Carton, Larry. How you doing, buddy? Very good. How what's are you? What's going on today, kiddo? Hey, very good. Yeah, okay, what's up? What's on your mind, babe? Well, I'm very concerned about the Mets this year. Oh, yeah? Hold yeah, on, let me get you on with Chris Carlin real quick, our update guy. All right. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan with Chris Carlin. Hi, guys. Hey, how you doing, Chris? Larry, what's going on, man? Yeah, here, I see you on SNY at times. Oh, really? I appreciate yeah. that. Thanks very much. At 6 o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. Yeah, loudmouth. Loud what, right. what do you got, Larry? What do you want to say to Chris? Well, I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Right. Larry, hang tight. Hang tight one second there. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, Bobby Dwyer uh, in the room. Uh, here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. Good morning, Larry. Hey, how are you doing? How you doing? Hi, what's going on? Hey, Larry, you have any concerns about the Mets? Oh, yeah, definitely, because uh, they're not as good as 2006. All right, Larry, hold on. I got Boomer Sison back here. Now, good morning, Larry. You're on the fan. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, Boomer? Hey, yeah, Larry, good talking to you. Uh, yeah. You talked to everybody this morning? Oh, definitely. Excellent. Good hey, job. guess what? I got Hank Steinbrenner in here, Larry. You want to say hi to him? Oh, no. He, yeah, he, Shay, he, this he, is he, Hank he, Steinbrenner, he, Shay. <laughs> what do you think about the Mets there, Larry, Shay? Well, he's a Yankee guy. Yeah, that's right, Shay. That's my second favorite team. I got Eddie Scazzeri. You want to say hi to him, Larry? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Larry in Brooklyn's on the fan. Good morning, Larry. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah. Hi, Larry. What are you going to be doing today? Turn on your mic, Eddie. Can't hear there. Larry, what, what, what's going on today? What are you going to do today? Yeah, I'm concerned about the Mets. Boomer and Carton show button pusher, Eddie Scazzeri. I don't know if Larry has ever called back. I don't really care. Like all great comedy, 
it sort of rides that line right between being mean and being fun. Uh, you know, definitely edgy and right on the borderline. But again, that's the mark of most great comedy. Good times. Uh, I mean, I mean, put that about the mess the whole year. Larry, hold on one second. I got Tracy Burgess here. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan with Tracy. Hi, Larry. Hey, Larry. How you doing? Hey, Tracy. How you doing? I'm good. Are you worried about the Mets this year? Yeah, I'm worried about. They're not as good as 2006. Oh, I know. Me too. And, and but wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I think I think that Craig has to talk to you. Wait, yeah. wait. Hold on, just a minute, Larry. Here's Larry Hi. in Brooklyn on the fan with Boomer and Card. How you doing, Larry? Pretty good, but I'm concerned about the Mets this year. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're not as good as the Braves and the Nationals and Phillies. Uh huh. We got anybody else in the building or no? Well, Greg Giannotti. I met him at. Um, uh, uh, here's uh, here's uh, Greg Goodgolly Giannotti on the fan. Good morning, Larry. Hey, Greg. I saw you yes last night. Oh yeah, I remember seeing you. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. What I do you want to say? And I saw uh, Evan and Joe with you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, over at the uh, the place with the girls in the bikinis, right? Exactly. Hawaiian Tropic. Yeah, it was good. It was a pleasure meeting you. What do you want to say about the Mets? I'm very concerned about the Mets this year. Hey, I got uh, Angry Roberts here. You want to say hi to him? Oh yeah. I'm angry at the world. Larry in Brooklyn, you're on the fan. What do you want to say? Well, I'm concerned about the Mets, but uh, one other thing I... Hey, Larry, I got Richie Kotite here. You say hi to Richie Kotite. Hey, we got some good people over here. What do you think, Larry? Well, besides being concerned about the Mets... You got good people over there? Oh, yeah. Are they swarming all over the place? Oh, yeah. All right, hey, uh, Larry, okay, Larry. I, I got a random woman from a movie we never saw uh, in the other room here. Larry in Brooklyn's on the fan with a random woman. How you doing, Larry? Pretty good. Hey, Larry, what do you think of the Mets this year? <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned about the Mets this year. What about? They're not as good as 2006, and uh, that the Phillies and the Nationals and the Braves is a lot better. Hey, Larry, I got Tony Montana in the building. What's that, him? <laughs> Well, I like to uh, speak to uh, a former Met, Cliff Floyd. I'm right. the same birthday. We have Cliff Floyd right here. Uh, hey, Larry, it's Cliff Floyd. You're on the fan. How you, yeah, <laughs> how you doing? We share the same birthday. I know. Day. You and I have the same birthday, right? Yep, 12572. 12-5-72. Me and you, baby. That's the, right. The former Met. So what do, you, what do you think about the Mets this year? I'm concerned about them. <laughs> Not as good as 2006, and they should have cut Cliff Floyd. Cliff Floyd. Uh, hey, listen, and you and I share the same birthday. I ought to know. <laughs> yeah. And, but one thing, yeah. I also have something else to say. What is that? That the people who own the ranges. Yes. They should own the Knicks as well. They do. Yeah, because the ra- the people who run the ranges, yeah. they do a good job. Yeah, they are the same people on both franchises. Well, the, they should run the Knicks the way they run the ranges. Good morning, Larry. You're on the fan. How you doing, buddy? Very good. Go, what, do you, what do you want to say? What's on your mind? That the uh, Mets is not as good as uh, 2006. Larry, it's been a real treat having you on the show today, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Call anytime, okay? And I appreciate this. I, you have no idea how much I appreciate this. Yeah, thank you. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. How you doing, Larry? Very good. Concerned <laughs> <laughs> about the Mets in two, uh, because they're as good as 2006. A little concerned about the Mets pitching staff. <laughs> and also Delgado as well. Oh, and Delgado, huh? Yeah, because uh, is this Delgado's last year? Uh, who knows? You have to ask Carlos that. Yeah, or actually, it's... Um, Matter of fact, oh, Carlos Delgado's here right now. You want to say hi? Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Carlos Delgado. Hey, Larry, good morning. You're on the fan. 
That's not, he, he speaks a little Spanish. Oh. He has Hola, Spanish senor. Accent. You're on the fan. Hey, Carlos Tegado. Is it your last year? See. Si. Yeah, you're uh, uh, looking for a new contract with the Mets? See. Si. Well, you got to do good. See. Or, si. or the Mets might get Teixeira. Es verdad. Yep. Or the Mets could get uh, Jason Giambi. Como se dice in English, idiot. <laughs> Larry, my man, call yeah. of the century. Thank you for coming on the fan today, buddy. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to meet you guys one day. Any day you want, we'll uh, come to the home and we'll meet you as long as you're tied up. Yeah, and I, and I also, I, I, um, I'd like to meet you. Here's Larry on the fan in Brooklyn. Yeah. Good morning, Larry. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Yeah, what are you going to tell your mind, bud? Well, I'm concerned about the mess, and that's as good as 2006. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I and I have a feeling that the Braves and the Phillies and the Nationals will beat the Mets this year. Here's Larry in Brooklyn on the fan. How you doing, Larry? Uh, very good, but I'm concerned about the Mets. Okay, very good. Larry, have a great day, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> Boomer and Cardinal on the fan. Well, there you have it. Larry in Brooklyn was a great sport, and now he's an unforgettable part of Boomer and Carton show history. And that'll wrap it up for this week's episode of Flashback Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tom Izzo, and you stay classy. If you enjoyed this segment, give it a like, give it a share, and of course... Tell your friends! Tell your friends! 